This week, I sat down with Jade Burt to discuss self-acceptance, spirituality, parenthood, and mental health. It was a very honest conversation, and I learned a lot from Jade. Ten years ago, she was studying nursing at university when she decided to apply for Britain's and Ireland's Next Top Model. And not only did she get into the show, but she went on to win it. Fast forward a few years and she became a mum to two boys and at one stage struggled with her mental health during parenthood. Since then, she has been on a spiritual journey and now talks openly about her mental health and what has really helped her in motherhood, which includes an article she has recently released called Modern Motherhood. I really hope you enjoy this episode. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for for coming on. Um, it's yeah, it's great to great to be chatting with you. Um, I know we yeah, I've been following you for a little while now, and um, yeah, it'd be great to great to chat about um, obviously mental health, motherhood, and also I want to talk about like self love and acceptance as well. I think that's like a really big topic that a lot of people struggle with. Um, and so, yeah, it'd be awesome to to chat with you about that. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I remember like on your Instagram a little while ago, um, you did a post about being on Britain's and Ireland's Next Top Model. Um, and that was 10 years ago, wasn't it, um, that you were that you were on that. Um, and it, you said like it's kind of taken you around that 10 years to truly feel proud of that achievement. Um, why Why was that? Like, why did it kind of... You know. I think when you're in the modeling industry and you've come from like reality TV at that time, mm. it's different now, but it's kind of frowned upon. And I wasn't aware of that. I just went on the show and I thought, oh, great, you know, I've won the show. I'm going to, my agency want to have me and I'm going to, you know, <clears throat> work and all that kind of stuff, which did happen. But there was that conversation when I first started where it was like, you're not a celebrity. Um, you know, this might be a bad thing for some clients and really to feel like it was, yeah, it was a bad thing that I needed to kind of cover up almost like that had been on this reality TV show that I'd won. Um, and it did get me some jobs as well being on the show, but a lot of the time mm. I just didn't mention it and it wasn't like in my bio or unless mm. someone was like, oh, you Jade, but then I would say, yeah, it's me. Obviously, I wouldn't lie about it, but mm. it was that kind of feeling of, this isn't something to be shouted about. So I think that was where it stemmed from with me, like not really being proud of it. And I think as well, just, I don't know if a lot of people do this, but it's almost like you put yourself down. You're like, you don't acknowledge your thing. Yeah, yeah. So there was, there was yeah, that, sure. that where you're not acknowledging that, wow, you've just done something amazing here. You just almost mm. manifested it. Cause I thought, right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to apply for this show. I'm going to get on it. I'm going to win it. This is the kind of things that I was like telling myself. Mm. Um, and I'd almost, you know, brought, I brought that into, into life, into real life and it had happened. And I think it was probably just a lot to deal with and process and just be like happy about. I was just like, right now I've got to move to London and I've got to, you know, start working and prove myself. So there was never that time to just stop and be like, wow, Jade, you just won that TV show and you're like 20. Yeah, years. sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, that's a massive achievement. And so were you like a model before that or was did that kind of like kickstart it for you? Um, oh, yeah, no, like how did... Before that. No, I was like, I, th- I was at uni at the time. I think I was doing nursing at uni. But, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> so I was done. Oh, like, wow. I was doing literally nothing to do with it at all. 
and then I wasn't enjoying the course so I, I quit that and I was at that crossroads where I was like what shall I do now um and so I thought oh well people always say like oh you should be a model you look really different and unique and I thought let me just try that then and it mm. was really just like that I didn't put much thought into it of what the job entailed or, or anything really or how hard it would be I was just like yeah I'll have a go I'll have a go at that and mm. then I just started the career off that's in, that's insane that's amazing when I think about it now it was like you really can think things into existence yeah 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 absolutely the fact that you just went after it as well and you were just yeah. like, oh, i'll just give it a go and then it's not even like you just gave it a go and got into the show you got into the show and ended up winning it like that's yeah. you know it's all those baby steps of like in my mind the process was oh i'll give it a go for this first audition then i got through to that i was like right i'll give it a go when it's like 90 of us left I'll, I'll try and get in the house now okay I'll try mm-hmm. for like five like five of us left so it wasn't I just did it in like kind of baby steps in my own mind there was a lot mm-hmm. of you can't do this and you know you're not good at this going on as well in my mind but I just kind sure. of kept that feeling of just go for it you just see just kind of just mellow about it almost yeah 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 definitely yeah, definitely do that now <laughs> that, that yeah. was like 10 years ago <laughs> Yeah, I was, I was going to say, actually, you know, did when you around that time that you applied for the show, did you have quite a lot of um, like confidence and self-belief? Like, was it more of sort of like a case of like, yeah, cool, I can do this, you know, or was it more a case of like your friends being like, I think you should do this sort of thing? Uh, no, I don't think I did. Like growing up, I didn't have like confidence and self-belief in the way that I looked when I was younger. And then when I got to high school and I kind of met a bunch of friends that were just like, they just accepted me for who I was. I just kind of was mm. like, this is what I look like. Yeah, I've got freckles and I have got red hair and I'm different, but whatever. And I kind of got used to that. Um, and then I think I just went for it. Nobody was really saying go and do it. I just thought I'll try. Um, so I must have had some belief there. Mm. But I think I was still telling myself negative things, definitely. I think then when I got onto the show and then it's all about the way you look again, it kind of went downhill again, if you know what I mean, mm. in terms of how I felt about myself. Mm. Really? That's interesting. I was going to ask, actually, what was your experience on the show? Um, when I look back at the show, like, it was an amazing thing. It shaped me as a person and I definitely wouldn't not do it. The times when I thought, oh, I wish I didn't do it. Um, but mm. now looking back, I th- I'm glad that I did do it and... It was hard because you're out in your comfort zone. I was in London with people I didn't know. Some girls had done modeling, mm. they were more confident and they knew how to pose. And I was just kind of like looking at what they were doing and then trying to copy. How did proper win? So, yeah, it was hard. And week by week, you're like, you've got to do this and you've got to wear this. I had to go underwater. I can hardly swim. So that was scary. And there was loads of challenges. Mm. But I think now looking back, like that was a good thing for me to get me out of my comfort zone and see so much more than where I lived and what, you know, you don't sure. be what your school are saying, this, there's this job, there's this job, there's this job. There's so many other jobs. Yeah. But I think when you're from a small city, you do kind of get these certain jobs put out there and you think you've got to take one of those. So I think it was good mm. in that way. Um, but don't get me wrong, like it was hard because it was about the way you looked and I was all those kind of insecurities come up again. Mm. yeah 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 I can imagine they all came up again 
and that yeah, happened yeah. as I was a model as well. You know, I've been to castings where they've been like, you know, we don't really want any anyone with freckles all over the face, or you're not um, really? you're not skinny enough, or you're not tall enough, or you, you've got your boobs are too big, or your hair needs to be straight. Like there was loads of that. You, mm. I totally understand that you're not going to be right for every job. Some jobs they mm. do a certain type of looking person, which I know I wasn't, but I think when you're doing that day in and day out, going to these castings to try and get work, mm. it can like just deflate you a little bit. And I think yeah. years of that, and I had some amazing jobs and I, I got loads of compliments and people that were like, oh, we love that you've got freckles, like we're going to book you because of them. So mm. there's two sides to it really. Mm. After like six years of that, I was just, I wanted just to step away for a mm. little yeah, that's understandable. That's understandable. I think like it's almost like such a spotlight, isn't it? Like such like a big focus on on all of that, and I can imagine it was very like intense. Yeah, and then there's um, that like especially when you've been on a TV show where you've made everyone so proud at home, and you've like made it. People think you've made it, but it's not the case. You know, you've not got any money, or you've not got any kind of status in the modelling industry. You're just starting, really. Mm. There's that pressure to kind of succeed at it, but maybe mm. people who haven't been on a reality tv show didn't have mm. um, i felt oh, i was just probably doing it to myself that added layer of pressure to kind of make people proud and, and do well um mm. but i think a lot of the time when you're in that industry and i think the mindset that i was in i didn't really have enough confidence in myself to be like okay that person says i'm not right for this but i will be right for this one i was always mm-hmm. kind of like just bashing myself so I think that's mm-hmm. probably why I needed to take a step back from it as well, just to kind of, I don't know, just give myself a break from just that constant, me constantly being like, you're not good enough. And, you know, that inner story that you're telling yourself almost. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I think, I think like those thoughts are so, so important, you know, like whether they're negative or positive can really ultimately determine the shape of your life and like where you go, right? And I think, um, yeah, it can certainly be like in, I suppose in any, like any industry or any situation, you know, if you're surrounded by like negative, um, negative thoughts, negative opinions and that kind of thing, like it probably will eventually start to, um, grind down on you a little bit. So, um, yeah, no, yeah, that's understandable. And so, um, yeah, so since all of that, um, you've obviously become a wife and a mother and you've now released this article modern motherhood um so tell me more about tell me more about that so i would say that like obviously since i stopped modeling and i went to university and did other things and kind of just became me again Mm -hmm. um, everything was kind of going okay with my mental health really and then i had my second child silas which was last march 2020 so lockdown hit like i think four days before or after I had him. Really? Yeah. Um, and I think that stirred up a lot of feelings that you may be in the hustle and bustle of life. You just get on mm. with it. You don't mm. need to. You, drop, you can drop that mask when you've got nowhere to go, no one to see. And you're in a high-pressure kind of situation with two toddlers and it was going to work a lot. And I think that kind of grinding to a halt and not having the gym or going out socializing or baby classes or whatever it is that people do to take their mind off what's actually going on 
mm-hmm. I didn't have any of that. So I think that kind of started something for me um, and just started really feeling negative about everything. I was just in a negative mindset. Um, I was, you know, I just felt like I wasn't good enough as a mom. I wasn't doing a very good job. My eldest son was not, um, he was like delayed with his speech and his communication, which wasn't helping because he okay. couldn't go to the house and communicate with other children and you couldn't go to nursery or be yeah. a speech therapist or anything. So I think kind of looking at him every day and I was thinking, God, you know, I've got this screaming baby here I'm trying to look after. I'm trying to also look after Ruben, my, my eldest. Mm. He's ended up watching loads of TV and, you know, I'm not able to do the kind of things that I'm seeing other people doing online with their children. Yeah, sure. That made me feel really guilty and I just started just bashing myself. Mm. You know, you're not good enough. It was your, it's your, I was saying like, when I think back now, I was actually telling myself these stories. Like, I think like it's your fault that he's not speaking. You didn't, you didn't take him out enough. You didn't do enough with him. He's watched too much TV and just, stupid ridiculous things that I was convincing mm. myself of um, and obviously you know it's, it's an anxious time you don't really know what's going on with your child and if he's okay and he can't communicate with you and tell you and then also I had this other child as well Silas had like severe acid reflux so he was throwing up a lot and it was just a high pressured environment yeah and sure and I did get a chance I was just on the phone scrolling looking at other parents looking at other mm. moms they had clean, tidy houses. The children were out doing this, that. They all were going for walks, painting. And I was just thinking, I'm not doing any of this stuff. And I think that all added to it, which social media can do. Mm. Depends how you use it. yeah absolutely definitely I feel yeah it it can be very like detrimental, can't it? If you're um, because there's a lot of things on social media where I suppose it's like a lot of question marks around sort of how real it is. You know, like how. How real is that? You know, the fact that they're sat there in a nice, tidy house and doing all those things. It's like, is that the is that the case all the time? Like, because the chances are, it's probably not. You know, and um, but obviously, you only see the highlights. So then, it would be natural for you to then go away and and think, oh well, I'm not doing this with my kids and and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, just gets you into yeah, it just gets you into a bad mindset completely. Mm don't even realize like that just becomes your normal mm. and it took my husband to be like jade you're not okay you, you, you're being really negative about everything you're seeing the bad side of everything mm. and you need to kind of speak to someone about this and i know already knew but you just get you make excuses don't you, you yeah 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 absolutely. i knew that i needed to speak to a counselor i knew that i needed probably to do a bit of exercise or to eat better and not be drinking coke all day and drinking coffee and eating rubbish because I know that affects my mental health but when you're in that state of mind you just that's the last thing you want to do exactly 100% you want the comfort don't you yeah yeah yeah, absolutely I think I needed that conversation with him for him to be like come on now and I just snapped I didn't just snap out of it straight away but I had that kind of that oomph that push to be like right tomorrow I'm going to do something small whether it be drink some water or start taking vitamins or go to sleep mm-hmm. or just something to start it off and mm. to start off trying to get myself feeling better mm. and that's where it all started really me trying me even being aware of how I'd just spent the last year and what I'd been saying to myself yeah the irony of it is now that Silas who's been in the house for pretty much most of his life it's only this last couple of months we've been able to go into yeah. 
he's chatting away and like he's really forward. So yeah, like every every child's different. Silas is talking away. He's never been anywhere. He's been we've been in lockdown. Ruben had been to places mm. before, but I think that mindset that I was in was like I haven't taken him off places. I haven't done this. I haven't done that. He's not seen enough children. He's been watching. Mm. I was just like saying all this stupid stuff to myself. And I was, you know, the irony of it, irony of it is that Silas hasn't been anywhere yet. He's chatting away. Each mm. child is different, and, and Ruben will mm. get there, and he's already started getting there. I've just taken a step back, been less anxious and stressy. Maybe he's felt that, and I'm just doing what a parent should do, and just love the child and be accepting of where yeah. they are, yeah. and not comparing to other. Because you can do it with anything with social media. You can look at other children and think they're they're that age, but they're saying this, and my child's not. Mm. Saying, you know, and you can just start blaming yourself, which is what I was doing. Mm. Um, so I think just changing my thought process and just taking a step back from it all and just trying to get back to basics of just loving my child and letting him be really helped because I was so anxious about everything in life that just showed in the way that was showing up as a parent or as a wife or just as a person really um, mm-hmm. and I think since all of that and since that kind of realisation I've started reading books like um, that kind of help you to think about the conditioning and the way that you think about your life and who you are and why you do think that way, obviously growing up and all the things that you've been through and how that moulds into your personality and the way that you show up. So that's helped mm-hmm. a lot. Um, yeah, I'm that's amazing. Counselling as well, to do that weekly. Um, but also I've just been doing stuff like getting into spirituality it's probably a little bit out there for some people but mm-hmm. meditation I've been meditating yeah. I thought that was for people that just you know you have to clear your mind and sit there cross-legged but that's not actually the case you don't mm-hmm. have to clear your mind you just have to really be aware of your thoughts so mm-hmm. a lot of the time you're going through life telling yourself these stories and you don't even realize that you're what what's going on in your own head if you know what I mean you just think that Definitely. Do you understand what I'm saying when I when I say that? 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think, like, especially I've I've realised like um I have I have more friends now that meditate and you know it's becoming like more and more of a thing and and I think from from sort of my analysis of it and I could be completely wrong here but from what I've kind of seen is um like in in our age where we have these things in our pockets like these glass devices that we can we can watch endless amounts of youtube videos we can scroll through instagram for hours we can go on tiktok like whatever like we, there's always a distraction there whereas i feel maybe meditation's becoming more and more of a thing because when our parents or our grandparents uh were you know younger they didn't have these glass devices with ultimate distractions in there. So if they were on a train or like on a bus or walking somewhere, they probably just had thinking time, which, you know, for our society, we're so poor in terms of thinking time. Like we just don't have that time because we're always busy. We're always distracted. We have everything on demand. Um, And so I think maybe that's why like, kind of what you were saying before about like meditation is kind of like this thing and it's like oh you know people kind of see it as a spirituality thing but really when you think about it it's probably like a basic human need that that we've always done yeah exactly but like you know just because now we're so distracted we don't have that time and like I've started going for walks in the mornings and doing the same sort of thing just literally just thinking thinking. and just having that time like to clear my head we're a bit scared to have that time now 
we're trying mm. to distract ourselves. Yeah, from yeah, exactly. And and Absolutely. like when you do start thinking, when you do just stop and become aware of your thoughts, it's quite scary at first because you're like, wow, mm. I was constantly just like, you can't do that, you can't do that, you can't do this. And I was creating scenarios, like I was being defensive, like I was almost creating scenarios with people that had never happened. Mm. Like, if we say this, then I'm going to say that. And I was just like, is this really what's going on in my mind? And I've not even listened. Yeah. Am I really yeah. this being so kind of negative about absolutely everything? And if something mm. happening, I'm finding a way to look at the, the negative. So I think at mm. first I was a little bit, um, it was a lot to take in. And then now I've kind of got used to it and it's got less. Now I'm mm. meditating and just breathing. Like I noticed before as well, I wasn't breathing. Obviously I was, but I was kind of holding my breath a lot. Yeah, yeah. Like I'd be, oh, I've got to go do this, I've got to go do this. And then afterwards I'd be like, <sighs> like I was out of breath. And I think, have I just been kind of holding my breath doing all that? So even mm. like meditating just for breath work and just mm. regulating your body again, it's workloads for that. And it's not, yeah. it's not just for spiritual people. Um to do that that that's just something that's free that you can be doing to help your mental health mm. so yeah i definitely i definitely would say give that a go yeah that sounds amazing i was um do you know jay shetty have you heard yeah. of jay shetty yeah 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 so he talks a lot about breathing and um yeah and he's like you know if you're panicked and you're in like a panic state your breath like is it speeds up you know if you're um like in a calm sleepy state it's slow you know like there's everything every emotion is attached to a breath you know in terms of like yeah how quickly or how slowly or how deeply or you know how shallow your your deep uh your breathing um and that can really affect your your mental state so yeah it's really interesting what you're saying about yeah just breathing I'm, I'm i think it's so cool um, like cold water showers as well like having a cold shower that's meant to be good for like kickstarting you as well, like mentally. But mm. I haven't done it yet. I've done one for about five seconds, but um, it's, heard, it's, it's tough. Well. So have you done it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I did go through it. I mean, I'm not doing it at the moment, but I did go through a phase of every morning doing it. And um, did it help? But I used to. I, I'd never used to step into the cold like shower. I just used to like turn it cold at the end of the shower. So I used to like do a normal shower and then just like make it freezing at the end. Oh, that's a good and, um, try that. Yeah, and it's a good way to kind of ease in. I'm I haven't been able to just face walking into a cold shower yet. Like that's well, I did just to make too it much. Work. Yeah. Did you feel like it, it made a difference to your day? Yeah, like it's it's really it's interesting. I think um I certainly felt awake, that is for sure. Yeah. Your body goes into like shock because it's so cold. Your your body like you can really feel your breathing, like there's a huge difference in your breathing. Um and so almost your body wants to speed up like how how quickly you're breathing so almost you want to try and slow it down and and that's almost like the you're kind of telling you're kind of going against your natural response and i think that's like the biggest thing in it um mm, yeah and just try and take like deep breaths and like yeah and that helps a lot um but yeah so that was yeah it was certainly interesting like i always felt good after doing it but yeah. um yeah i mean i haven't done it in a while to... everything falls off though doesn't it that that's another thing with mental health like i kind of when i first got into like making myself feel better I, it was like yeah let's go and then it does mm. happen in your life or you know mm. those little habits they fall off a little bit and then you start feeling mm. not great again so 
Mm. Important to say as well that it's not like this linear, you know, straight line and you're just going to get better. Like this is something that you have to just try and manage forever and you will be mm-hmm. down yeah. and, that, and that's completely okay. Like, yeah, how, 100%. Like how we were talking about um, when I used to model and stuff like that. But for a long time now, I've been fine with my body and the way I look. But I'm sure if I got put into a situation where maybe I had to go to a casting or I don't know anything, it might, I might just fall straight back into that mindset. Mm. So it's about being aware that aware of that and just picking up on it before it kind of escalates. Mm. Like I'm aware at the moment that I'm probably not drinking enough water or doing enough exercise, and that might. I'm not giving myself that time to myself to meditate as much as I was, and that might not mm. be affecting me. So I think it's becoming aware of it and just picking up where you started, really, and having those tools that, oh, that makes me feel better, so I'm going to go and do that. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's almost like a toolbox, isn't it? And yeah. it's knowing, like, okay, this is how I'm feeling today, so I'm going to go and do this because I know I feel better after that. And yeah. I think also, like, a huge part of it is, is yeah, it's a daily practice, you know. So, like, for me, non-negotiables are... Um, like I know that going for walks, journaling and exercise, those three are like my go-to. So like if I'm struggling mentally, I know if I do those, I'm, I'll be able to get back into a good spot. And so like, yeah, almost understanding what, obviously for every person it's different. And so like almost understanding what that is for you is like super important. Um, journaling, I've kind of been in and out of journaling. Like it's interesting because I've always kept a diary when I was younger and I suppose that was really? that was journaling as a teenager. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that helped definitely. So that's something that I might start getting into, just writing your feelings down or, mm. or affirmations, things that you want that you might not want to say out loud, but things that you want for your future or whatever. And I hear, I hear a lot of people saying that that's really good and that helps them, but it's not something that I've yeah. really tried. So maybe yeah, it's, it's it's great just to get like thoughts down on paper, really. Like especially if you're a bit confused or overwhelmed yeah. like sometimes like I'm not even I don't even journal to look for an answer I just journal to like get you know stuff off my mind but then I always end up with an answer like in a solution like you know because I'm able to like think more clearly and less emotionally so I'm like oh okay actually this makes the more logical sense you know most logical sense so I'll just do this and like all of a sudden a decision that seemed really hard to make now seems a lot easier yeah. um and like you get that you get that energy back you get excitement back and, and everything else so yeah like it really does help yeah. um yeah it's awesome so talk me through then so you mentioned earlier about books um so tell me through tell me like what books have you read that that okay. helped you the main one that's literally changed my life is dr nicole oh, i think it is um it's called yeah. how to do the work um, how to do the work on Instagram, okay. the holistic psychologist her posts are amazing and youtube videos are amazing her book is yeah life-changing it just talks you through um it, she talks around like ego and um how you're kind of presenting yourself to the world and why you are presenting mm-hmm. yourself to the world in that way like conditioning from childhood and you know, there's different types of people like the people pleaser or the one that feels that they have to be successful with everything. And she kind of goes into depth and you can really see yourself in different categories. And yeah, yeah. That explanation of like, why? Okay, so this happened when I was six. So maybe that's why I always do that. You know, mm. little things like that. And mm. It all helps you to kind of understand the way you're showing up in the world and the way that you don't want to anymore, for instance. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I've definitely become aware of things myself. Um, and even just with other people, I'm setting boundaries with other people. So I'm definitely someone yeah. who's like tries to fix things for everybody else, and that can be emotionally sure. draining. And you're not realizing mm. that you're becoming depleted because you're trying to help lots of other people. But you know, sometimes it's like, mm. oh, I'm going to just help me now and set those mm. boundaries. So that one really helps. And I've just started is Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's amazing. Um, I've just started his book as well. But again, I found these people on Instagram. So I think when you start following more like spiritual programs or people yeah, yeah. like all the others just start coming up. And yeah. then from then you'll find like podcasts and I found your Instagram. That's just how it works. Mm. It's good really, because I used Instagram as a place to feel bad about myself before and compare. And yeah, it, I was yeah. It totally different, something good. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's so interesting, isn't it? Like, like Instagram and social media can be a tool for good or a tool for bad like it's almost but we're taught to kind of just use it and follow you know lots of different all these people and you know that that are doing things and you know and as a result that can really drain you know and and take a toll on your mental health and so but yeah there's certainly I think now there's so many pages out there and so many things that are that are doing good even if you haven't got money to buy books because some of these books are expensive Mm. and you can start just buying loads then you know never get around to reading any of them but they've all yeah yeah people have all got instagrams as well and they post content that will help you help you to Mm. kind of understand more there's loads of things that I've seen and I thought oh that's why I'm doing this or that's why I'm doing that or I want to change this in my life. Maybe I should start doing that, if you get what I mean. Mm. Little little Mm. things that I've found along the way. And it's that realisation as well that we're all struggling. Like, even if Mm. you're the most richest person in the world that on Instagram has got the best car and the best house and you might look at them and think, I want that, but they might be then struggling with their body image, which you're not struggling with. Yeah, yeah. So it's like some people struggle with things and, and... and you don't and it's the same yeah mm, mm. yeah that's so true that's so so true um yeah we all have our own struggles don't we i suppose and i think that's why above all else like it's important to spread kindness and and support as much as you can really because yeah. you just never really know what someone else is going through and, yeah definitely and also yeah um the book nicole's book says about you know you might have other people that are showing anger towards you or hating in any way and it's about realizing that they're dealing with their own problems mm. troubles and this is just how they're showing up in the world this is how they're mm-hmm. showing up in the world there's someone that's it's throwing this hate but really i'm, I'm crying out for help in a way so mm. looking at when other people are maybe you know being negative and looking at it in that way makes you not get into that mindset as well mm. everybody's just kind of trying to do the best that they can do especially with everything that we've been going through the last year and on top of that whatever else people are going through that they're not you know that isn't a pandemic Mm. yeah that's super interesting and speak about your mental health as well yeah 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 definitely definitely yeah i can't can't stress that enough absolutely i think because a lot of the time speaking to other people or just voicing it and getting it off your chest is well like it's therapy in itself like you know it helps in itself and i think so many people don't do that and um yeah so yeah completely completely agree and so since you've been on this journey then it sounds like you've been on like an amazing journey so far and i'm excited to what i'm excited to see what the future holds um but what 
you know, what's like the biggest lesson that you've learned so far? You know, like out of everything and you're like, okay, if I was to give one bit of advice to someone or a couple of pieces of advice to someone, you know, what's what would what would that be? What would that look like? Um, I'd probably the main thing that was like blew my mind. I suppose people might have like quotes um that they see or whatever and it like resonates with them. And I always think that was like cheesy, like when people used to put quotes up or whatever, but I read this quote yeah. and it said something along the lines of we're not the think we're sorry, we are the think of our thoughts, but we aren't our thoughts. So it's realizing mm. and becoming aware and conscious to the fact that everything that you're telling yourself and these stories that you're building up in your mind about different aspects of your life, it's not true. It's not all mm. true. And I think when you realise that, it makes you it opens yourself up to like loads of other things. Because you're like, okay, well, yeah, I'm telling myself I can't do that, but actually never try. So Mm. I'll just have a go. Whereas yeah, yeah. you like fear comes into it, I suppose. Yeah. I have a lot of yeah. with things like even the article that I've just released, or do we miss? It's that thing that you've never done before. So it's like you mm-hmm. might well, don't do that. Don't mm-hmm. don't don't share that or you know, stay small. I think mm-hmm. you're telling to just stay in your comfort zone. What you Yeah, just, stay safe. That's yeah. how I feel comfortable and that's I know nothing's gonna happen that I'm not used to but you don't grow in that situation so I think just sometimes when you're telling yourself no just do the absolute opposite and do it even though that's amazing you're scared go for it Mm. yeah I completely agree and and since you've done that do you find you're now doing more and more things because in a way you're like well why can't I do that you know if I've already done yeah I've done this now if I've if I've done that maybe I could do this maybe I could do this maybe I could do this yeah it's kind of like momentum isn't it that momentum of like maybe I can go and do something else as a career or Mm. I don't know it just starts something off that makes you think that anything's possible whereas before you were quite you were limiting your beliefs almost because you were just like staying safe and what you were kind of used to doing it's a lot mm. to put yourself out there and do something that people might be more um, educated on than you are. It's, it's all new, but I suppose you, that's where it starts, doesn't it? Just Absolutely. Like even you with this podcast, mm. you've decided to do, you've done it and it's made a difference to people. But I'm sure there was that thought yeah. of, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that or yeah like yeah I literally put it off I put it off for such a long time because I was like oh I don't know if I'm you know if it's actually going to help and and everything else so yeah and then it kind of got to a point where I was like I've just got to do it yeah I have a podcast as well and I've been putting it off for for a very long time so maybe it's something that I yeah you should yeah yeah absolutely do do yeah definitely I I did it more as like a like a form of therapy really like to myself and hopefully other people um yeah just to try and help you know try and help others and and just speak to interesting people like yourself like I love I love this topic I love I always love hearing about stories and finding out you know like little insights and learning from others so I thought it was just a great opportunity to be able to do that um so yeah but yeah you should definitely start one yeah do it do it yeah that'd be awesome yeah you should definitely start one absolutely um but yeah, no, that's amazing. So yeah, so it sounds like you know you've been an amazing journey so far, and um, it's great that you've been able to almost recognize that. I think you should be so proud of that because it's one thing to be struggling; it's another thing to like admit it and take action, you know. And I think a lot of people like deny and like are like I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. 
and you know and clearly it looked you know, you're in a much better spot now because you did that and and that's amazing um so yeah like that's you should be proud like that's that's incredible thank you for listening to this episode if you enjoyed it please subscribe and for more content check out our instagram i'll see you on the next one